Hello, everyone. I'm Brian Zerman with Becker's Healthcare. Thank you for tuning into the Becker's Healthcare podcast series. Today, I'm pleased to be joined by our guest as we discuss the art and science of creating meaningful financial experiences. Before we begin, I want to go ahead and introduce our guest today, John Talaga, Executive Vice President and GM for Healthcare with Flywire. John has been in healthcare payments for 25 years. And prior to joining Flywire, John was co-founder and CEO of OnPlan Holdings, which was acquired by Flywire and launched healthcare's first automated payment solution. John, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. Thanks for having me, Brian. So before we really you know, dive into the topic here, I thought maybe we could start with a brief history of Flywire for the audience, You know, being that you were really sort of pioneers in the idea of patient financial care and bringing consumerism to the financial side of healthcare. So can you just start by, by giving an overview of Flywire and sort of your history working in this space? Yeah, sure. So, you know, Flywire as a company is a fast-growing global payments company, and we apply deep vertical expertise to serve um, highly complex industries that have consumers with high liability. This includes industries like higher education, travel, and of course, healthcare, which is the vertical that I lead. And Flyware Healthcare, from a healthcare perspective, is a is really a strategic combination of three pioneering companies. Flywire, whose you know original Flywire, which whose core was moving money cross border for international patients traveling abroad for medical services. You can imagine a, that's a complex process for people wanting to use local currency. And then in 2018, as you mentioned, Flywire acquired uh, my previous company, OnPlan, which introduced the first automated payment plan model in 2015 to address the affordability problems facing U.S. patients. And then last year in February, Flyware acquired Simply, which launched the first digital wallet for healthcare bills in 2010 and also introduced machine learning personalization in 2017. So we now bring, you know, a single platform and solution with the combined capabilities that are leading the market with scale. So we manage over $10 billion in patient responsibility and work with four of the nation's top 10 health systems. Thank you, John, for, for sharing that helpful background there. I know you've you've long advocated for the use of, of data and analytics as key aspects of revenue cycle optimization. I think, I think particularly, you know, with, with regards to leveraging it for the use of things like AI, machine learning, you know, using that technology to automate manual tasks and create personalized touch points for, for patients across the financial journey, right? So I'm wondering then, what, what are some of the guiding principles you would share for systems, you know, looking to tap into machine learning and automation that maybe haven't yet, you know? How critical is having access to the right data and leveraging those processes? Yeah, so you know, data, data and analytics is uh, is really the backbone of everything that we do. And you know, when it comes to driving a true financial journey, I'd say there's probably four guiding principles. Uh, first one is data. Uh, you need to tap into both internal and external data. Internal is the data the health system has, such as patient demographics, financial class, insurance type, how they've paid the hospital in the past, so their payment history. And then external data is for, th- for things that, you know, will tell us more about a consumer's capacity to pay, such as their t- uh, debt to credit ratio or their employment status or income. So the second thing is, is using that data to personalize, personalization. So <clears throat> using what we've learned from that data on the individual patient and applying their capacity to pay, um, and that's, you know, how much they they can afford time billing events. What we call, you know, what we call the conversation profile, which identifies how that patient prefers to interact, whether it's email, text, chat, or even paper in many cases. And then the third component is matching, right? So we take these things 
And when you, you then we use the automation to match their capacity to pay with their conversation profile, and that helps to engage the patient in the best way to drive response. And we'll do even things where we're applying through automated uh, machine learning through A-B testing that, that essentially is testing different uh, methods of those communications within uh, within the models to see how that patient will respond. And then, of course, the last part, which is critical in any kind of machine learning loop, is the outcomes. Um, we need to measure the outcomes of those interactions to teach the system what works to inform future interactions. Uh, did they pay in full? Did they need a payment plan? Did they complete their plan on time? Or did they default on their plan, et cetera? Uh, this coordination of the automation and machine learning is is critical to to compete for the patient's attention and then uh, be responsive to their needs. Thank you for walking us through those key things there, John. Really appreciate it. I know, I know you're a fan of saying simply updating your digital infrastructure does not guarantee higher patient interaction or satisfaction, right? I think, I think the phrase that I've heard you use before is, if you build it, they don't always come, and when they get there, they don't always stay. So then my question would be, what, what are some of the key strategies that health systems need to deliver on to guarantee the success of their digital initiatives? Yeah, as I described earlier, the you know the process of automation and machine learning to engage patients is really a necessity to 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 capture their attention, right? So, so one key strategy is to is to pull this engagement to the front end. So, as more and more hospitals are looking to you know to to build more payments and interactions at pre-service, um, we need to allow an estimate to be communicated digitally and extend the payment options before service. But you know, engagement is only the first step and it's critical to have a strategy around design for really a frictionless digital experience. Um, we know that healthcare billing is highly complex, right? And the old problem was helping the patient understand what they owed, um, which led to um, what many may be familiar with is patient-friendly billing. Um, and this hasn't gone away. It, it, it's still paramount to make it easy for a patient to understand how their insurance benefits were applied, how their deductible ultimately results in their, in their balance due and patient responsibility. And if you miss on that, you lose the patient. But, you know, when a patient accepts and uh, accepts the fact of what they owe, almost 50%, 5-0 of patients can't p- uh, pay a bill over $400. And the average balance at a hospital is about $1,000. So, there's a huge gap, affordability gap that has to be solved. So solving the patient's affordability problem takes center stage at that point and tailoring payment options, we call them offers, from the data removes barriers to payment. But realistically, you know, through this frictionless process, the patient's still going to have questions. I don't think in healthcare we're going to you know, completely avoid all of the questions and complications that we have. And nobody engaging digitally, you know, wants to make a phone call. So applying that AI chatbot technology also becomes a key component to the digital initiatives, um, which will help allow patients to get answers through the website or two-way text or even through their personal assistant like Alexa. So that way, the questions and answers teach the brain so that it improves more and more over time. And we have integrated authentication from a Flywire perspective that's into the process to even allow patients to see their estimates, payment options completely through the bot. So it really is a win-win since it improves the patient experience while cutting phone calls and placements to collection agencies as well. I really think that's such an important point around, you know, the 
you can't really avoid all of the questions that might come up throughout this process for patients. So it's, it's really important to keep them in mind, right? What, what their experience is as, as you engage with them. And then thinking about that, I really, you know, want to hit on this. The consumer revolution really was big in healthcare in 2020. You know, the, the pandemic drove higher demand for digital products and services. Uh, and many healthcare providers were equipped to meet. Um, but a lot of those that did meet the challenge still struggled to deliver on the types of meaningful consumer-centric billing experiences that people have come to expect from other industries. You know, and as you've covered earlier, Flywire has sort of long advocated that focusing on consumerism and affordability in the revenue cycle space creates that win-win situation you were talking about there. Um, so what advice that would you give for providers looking to shift their focus more towards this consumerism piece here? And can you give maybe some examples of the results that Shift has yielded for your clients? Sure. So, Brian, like uh, last week, we were on a panel that I touched on some of these things yeah. as well. And, um, you know, COVID's really exasperated the patient affordability crisis, right, when it comes to paying unplanned balances. Um, we, we, we always have to remind ourselves that patients are consumers of all goods and services, right? And by and large, we've entered what's known as a subscription economy, right? Where it's commonplace for people to pay monthly for things like Netflix and Hulu or even their digital subscription to a, a publication. And uh, this subscription economy has recently propelled a growing trend known as buy now, pay less, which helps consumers pay for common things that have a large price tag, like a washer and dryer, or um, you may recently have seen that you can even pay for your airline ticket over time. So healthcare is no different for consumers, right? In fact, may argue that it's even more critical to allow patients to pay over time since medical expenses are very often unplanned and necessary. Um, and health systems need to leverage these trends by making payment plans a strategic advantage rather than a tactic of last resort, which has really been historically the tactic of healthcare. So this means applying data and uh, payment options at the time of scheduling and pre-reg, as I mentioned, and then extending it through post-service to final payment. And we've seen clients, to answer your question about some of the results, um, improve pre-service payments by 46%. Um, and when I say that improvement, typically what you'll see at a health system that's really focused on it, maybe collecting 10 to 15 or maybe as high as 20% at service. So um, to increase that by 46% is a, is, is a huge benefit. Driving, you know, 15 to 20% increases in patient collection. Um, and that's while driving 80% self-service payment plan activation. So by driving the digital, it's really helping these patients that otherwise would wait to be contacted by a collection agency. Um, and by collecting sooner, we've been able to reduce the placements to placements to early out and bad debt agencies. Um, in some cases by 30%. And that's, nobody wants to talk to a collection agency, right? And, and those are expensive collection events for hospitals, but necessary. And then finally, you know, we're measuring patient satisfaction by collecting feedback uh, through exit surveys that have shown net promoter scores over 50. Um, and the typical health systems that we see are for net promoter scores is typically in the low 20. So it's been a really, um, you know, kind of a proven model that's been out in the marketplace, um, and especially with the giant health systems that that Flywire works with. Yeah, no, no, some truly impressive numbers there, John. And you know, I, I just really want to thank you for taking the time to to join me today. It's always a pleasure to speak with you on on, on the patient financial experience. I, I think you have some wonderful thought-provoking things to say, and you know, some really valuable insights for our listeners. So thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. I also want to thank our podcast sponsor, Flywire. You can tune into more podcasts from Becker's Healthcare by visiting our podcast page at beckershospitalreview.com slash podcast.